Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. The following is a sponsored program on WBT. The Ask Dr. Ernst Show is presented by Dr. Aaron Ernst, a board-certified chiropractic physician specializing in spinal correction, nutritional coaching, and cellular detoxification. And is for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be a substitute for professional advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Seek a qualified healthcare professional before changing your health program or embarking on a new one. Visit AskDrErnst.com for more information. It's time to transform your health with one of the nation's leading and growing authorities in total health. Over the next hour, learn from experts on how to revolutionize the health of those you love most. This is Ask Dr. Ernst. And now, here's your host, Dr. Aaron Ernst. Good afternoon. Happy Saturday. You're listening to the Ask Dr. Ernst Show. Hey, it's a show where pounds are shed, disease is dead, and where you can be set free from your health problems. When you learn, educate, and activate a natural process for self-healing, we'd like to say that you have every opportunity to become your own doctor, to learn more about your body, things that you do to it that may make a detriment to your health, and that if we can reverse that lifestyle activity, change our thinking, take a different way of looking at health instead of managing, masking, and medicating, Let's go deep into the underlying root causes of what makes us ill and unhealthy. So I'm your host, Dr. Aaron Ernst, and today we're talking about the three white devils. Yes, you heard that right. The three white devils, sugar, dairy, wheat. Now I'm going to just throw out some shocking statistics. The average American consumes 152 pounds of sugar per year, 630 pounds of dairy per year, and 180 pounds of wheat per year, sugar, dairy, wheat, three white devils. So do the math on that. We're almost, what, to 1,000 pounds of these three core nutrients that we think are nutrients, foods that we think are foods, but in fact they're actually detriments and very dangerous to our overall health. So what I want to talk about today is the sugar, dairy, and wheat that you eat And the many things it causes in our body that creates sickness, illness, and disease, despite the fact that we think we might be doing things for the good. Now, I'm sure you all agree with me. Yes, we need to lower our sugar intake, okay? America consumes more sugar than any country in the world. According to the U.S. Dietary Guidelines for 2020, And the Washington Post put out an article that says the U.S. is the number one country in the world with the highest amount of sugar consumption. 75% of all foods found in grocery stores and supermarkets contain sugars that have been added to them. And the challenge is a lot of these are hidden. So you might not think of your salad dressing as being a main source of sugar, but it is. How about even condiments and side... um, Dishes and just, you know, things that we would say, oh, well, this is healthy. You know, I picked up some coleslaw from the deli. I'm going to have it with some grilled chicken. That's a good meal, isn't it? Well, a lot of times there's added sugars in everything. 
And the challenge we have, of course, is we know sugar is addictive. We know dairy is addictive. We know wheat is addictive because, listen to this, the British Journal of Sports Medicine has found out that sugar, dairy, and wheat produce symptoms in our brain that are the same as addictive agents. So think of things that you'd become addicted to. Caffeine, cigarettes, alcohol, medications, other types of drugs. They stimulate, sugar specifically, an area in our brain called the nucleus accumbens, which is where we produce what's called a dopamine pleasure response. So what you're going to learn today is that when you eat sugar, you stimulate a dopamine response, you activate what's known as a addiction cycle. When you do dairy, the same thing happens because there's sugar in dairy. When you do wheat, the wheat is turned into sugar by your body and the gluten and the pesticides, the glyphosates, the hormones, etc. all overstimulate our brain and they make us physically want more of it. Sounds very addictive, doesn't it? Many of us have tried to come off of sugar, right? We've gone, okay, I'm going to go sugar-free. I'm going to go dairy-free. I'm going to go wheat-free, gluten-free, etc. And um, it's like, man, your energy just tanks down. Or you start saying stuff like, you know, I'm, I don't know, I'm, I'm more hungry. I'm craving the very foods I'm trying to avoid. All of those are classifications, again, of something to be an addictive component. Did you know that drug-like effects such as binging, craving, tolerance, withdrawal, cross-sensitization, cross-tolerance, and codependencies, cross-dependencies, are the very definitions of an addictive agent and those same things happen when someone cuts back on sugar, dairy, and wheat. So these three white foods, these devils for your health, are what we're going to talk about today. I've got 60 different ways that sugar can destroy your health. Uh-oh, we have to talk about those. And we're going to go through them pretty rapidly because, again, all 60 would take probably five and a half hours. We have this concept that dairy contains hormones and can lead to cancer development has been linked directly to type 1 diabetes, and even MS, multiple sclerosis, and the fact that there's pesticides, herbicides, and even antibiotics often found in a lot of our dairy. And then here's the shocker of them all. I'm going to show you how there's actually some evidence showing that the dairy that we drink is actually making our bones weaker, not stronger. What? Oh my gosh, I thought dairy does your body good and helps you build strong bones. Uh, there's some evidence that based on studies done in the U.S. and other countries, we're not seeing that. Then we have to talk about wheat, all the pastas and the grains and the breads and the cookies. And what is that doing to us? And is it gluten that's the problem? Or is it the pesticides that are found on it? Or is it the combination of both of them? And here's a little teaser. They're now discovering that because most grains today are sprayed so heavily with glyphosate, Roundup, that the combination of what that does in your intestines and the gluten found in the wheat is where the major danger is. So we've always pointed the finger at gluten saying, shame on you, gluten. You're the reason why. So we go gluten-free. But it's actually the pesticides that are sprayed onto the grains. So a lot of gluten-free items still contain grains, rice and corn and soy. And I know soy is not a grain, but you know we use it to be a substitute and alternative. So we have to talk about the fact that they're sprayed so heavily with pesticides. So if you're looking to break free from a health issue, Yes, we can change our diet, but we also need to get a little more specific into what's going on with our health and our needs. So all during the month of August, what I'm doing is offering a free consultation call with myself. 
Think of it like this, 15 minutes on the phone, let's dive deep into what your health issues are. Share with me what's going on. I'll share over 15 years of clinical experience on things you should be doing. Let's test for this, let's start this. And most consultations with a physician, 35, 50, $75 copay. How much is this phone call? Free. How do we schedule that? AskDrErnst.com. That's A-S-K-D-R-E-R-N-S-T.com slash consultation. And it'll load a page that'll let you pick the specific time you want. I'll reach out to you and we'll chat. See Ask Dr. Ernst Show. Don't go away. We'll be right back. The following is a sponsored program on WBT. Good afternoon. Happy Saturday. You're listening to the Ask Dr. Ernst Show. I'm your host, Dr. Aaron Ernst. Hey, it's a show where pounds are shed, disease is dead, and where you can be set free from your health problems. Our topic of the hour are the three white devils for your health. Sugar, dairy, wheat. Sugar, dairy, and wheat. The three things that many of us say, wait a second, I thought dairy was healthy. Isn't whole grain something good for us? I know I need to cut back on my sugar, Dr. Ernst, and I'm working on that, so I get that one. But dairy, wheat? Yes, the three white devils. These three cause inflammation, irritation, leaky gut, damage to hormone processes. The science is out showing that if you can remove or cut back significantly, I say remove as in remove dairy, remove wheat, and cut back significantly your sugars, your health can take a massive turn. I've had patients say to me, the moment you told me about this, and I actually did it, my joint pains start to disappear. My headaches are going away. I've lost 10 or 15 pounds. My energy's coming back. I never even had this idea. I thought these were good for you. And yes, we need some sugar to keep our cells functional and going, but I want you to listen to what the USDA is saying of how much sugar you need, what the science and the research is saying how much sugar you need, and the stark comparison between those. So let's start with sugar because it's a big one. It's everywhere. 152 pounds of sugar per year is what the average American consumes. So basically, we eat a large adult in sugar every single year. According to the USDA, the recommended amount of sugar is 12 teaspoons per day or 50 grams. Now, here's where you're going to have a maybe a small heart attack. One decent-sized apple has 23 grams of sugar in it. So if 50 is your grand total for the day, you're allowed two apples and you can't eat any more sugar for the entire day. Most over-the-counter food products, carbonated beverages, packaged food items have north of this. A lot of the protein bars and health snack bars, and we call them candy bars, but they'll still have you know, a health label on them, carry almost your entire day's allotment of carbohydrates inside of it. So the USDA says 50 grams max. Most of us are doing 100 to 150 to sometimes even 200 grams of carbohydrates per day. And there is some growing evidence and research that if you want to break your sugar addictions, if you want to turn your health around, lower your sugars, lower your cholesterol, lower your triglycerides, you need to keep your sugar consumption to at least half or more of that recommendation. Okay, USDA says 50 grams, 12 teaspoons. Research shows that if you can keep your sugar consumption under 25 grams or 6 teaspoons, that will start to turn the tide on your inflammation, blood pressure, cholesterol, sugars, etc. If you can keep it down to 15 grams or less, which is about 3.5 teaspoons, now you actually get a 
level of healing to start to take place. We know that a low-sugar, moderate-protein, high-fat diet called keto or metabolic diets can help you to lose weight, get your energy back, transform your life, your health, change cholesterol, sugars, triglycerides, etc. So yes, we need to cut back on sugar. Yes, it needs to be done almost immediately. Why? Well, listen to this. Sugar has been connected to being a nutrient destabilizer. So the more sugar you eat, the more your body loses the ability to absorb nutrition. And you need that nutrition to regenerate, to heal, to grow. We know that sugar upsets mineral relationships in your body. Sodium, potassium, chloride, iodine, etc. It causes chromium deficiency. And chromium is needed for you to keep your blood sugar stabilized and regulated. It interferes with the absorption of calcium and magnesium. So we get more anxious. When our calcium levels start to drop, we can't rebuild our bone tissues. So the very thing that is causing a lot of the osteoporosis and osteopenia can be the sugars we consume. Listen to this. Total cholesterol, triglycerides, and LDL cholesterols have all been linked to the amount of sugar you eat. The more sugar you eat, the higher those levels. If you are saying to me, I, I've been struggling to get my cholesterols down, doctors will say, watch your fat, watch your fat, watch your fat. Functional will say, Watch your sugar, dairy, and wheat. HDL levels go down the more you consume sugar. Vitamin E levels, a major antioxidant and immune booster, go down. Listen to this. Sugar consumption has been linked to addictive-like behaviors, including things like your propensity to become addicted to other things, alcohol, cigarettes, etc., it increases hyperactivity symptoms. You know, we live in this world today where everybody's bouncing all over the place. Mentally, I can't stay focused. I can't stay connected. Our children, right? More and more and more children are being put on Adderall and Ritalin because we're being told that our kids just can't sit still. Yet our kids are usually hyped up on sugar, dairy, and wheat. If you don't believe me, look at the average snack that most people are given or get when they take their kids to camps or in the church, I mean, I hate to say it, even in the church environments. So your kids go into the, the kids' church, you go to the main church, and what do they leave with? They have goldfish, they have um, Cheerios, they're being sometimes given candy directly. Reduces learning capacity, increases the risk for antisocial behavior, decreases emotional stability. That's all the behavioral changes associated with going north of 50 grams of sugar per day. Now here's where it gets really scary. Sugar has directly been linked to promoting cellular growth of cancer cells in your body. It increases the fasting levels of your glucose, which leads to type 2 diabetes. It increases your blood pressure. The more thick and viscous and sweet your blood, the higher your blood sugars, the harder it is for your heart to push, so your pressure goes up. It increases the ability for your platelets to stick together, which means you could start to be at risk for stroke. Leads to the formulation of kidney stones and gallstones. Increased risk for obesity, we know about that. Stored abdominal fats, we know about that. Decreases insulin sensitivity, which can cause type 2 diabetes. Now we start getting into the crazy things. Leads to autoimmune diseases, asthma, arthritis, multiple sclerosis. There's increased risk for lung cancer, breast cancer, colon cancer, osteoporosis, Parkinson's, Alzheimer's. Watch, the sugar leads to the acidity change of your saliva, and it's that acid change that causes tooth decay, leads to worsening symptoms of ADD, ADHD, and even epileptic seizures. Now we start looking at the impairments to your body, accelerated aging, 
weakness to your eyesight, reduced elasticity, more likely to have wrinkles, impairs DNA repair, worsens your skin aging, lowers the ability for your enzymes to function, promotes fat in your liver and other organs, increases your risk for kidney disease. Do you hear all of this? Cancer, 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 tendon issues, diabetes, heart disease, autoimmune conditions, all from sugar. And here's the challenge. Sugar is literally everywhere. So the white table sugar that a lot of us may still even use, right? 50% glucose, 50% fructose. The challenge is it's the fructose that's the danger. So when we start using things like agave nectar, fructose, high fructose corn syrup, fructose, honey, fructose, regular sugar, fructose, that type of sugar cannot be processed by your cells. Remember, your cells use glucose. If you consume a lot of fructose, it's only metabolized in your liver. And when you overburden your liver's metabolism of fructose, it leads to a fat buildup. And that creates the problem. It leads to a stress reaction within your liver. So can we decrease our sugar consumption? Yes, you just have to start doing it. What are the great alternatives that I like? I like stevia. But yet, even with stevia, you have to be careful because a lot of stevias have sugar added to it. So you want 100% organic stevia where the ingredients would say nothing but stevia. Xylitol is another great one. It's a sugar alcohol. The only challenge is a lot of times xylitol is made from corn, and that's a grain that can sometimes be sprayed, and they don't really designate it as being non-GMO, organic, etc., but xylitol does have the ability to sort of decrease the sugar spikes. It doesn't produce an insulin response. Coconut sugar is something that is made from the sap that comes from the coconut flour. It has a lower glycemic index, typically less than 10% fructose by volume. So if I'm going to be sweetening something, it's either stevia, coconut sugar, xylitol. Monk fruit is another phenomenal sugar alternative. But yet, watch out, a lot of monk fruits are sugar alcohols with monk fruit added to it. So you want 100% monk fruit, 100% stevia, possibly even 100% coconut sugar. So if we can start to decrease our sugar intake and switch to these substitutes that are healthier, right? What are the most dangerous substitutes? Well, aspartame, amino sweet, sucralose, which is Splenda, did you know that Splenda is actually a chlorinated artificial sweetener that's almost exactly the same as aspartame, which is neurotoxic? Equal, you know, sweet and low. These are all extremely dangerous alternative sweeteners. So the best of the best of the best, stevia, xylitol, erythritol, coconut sugar, monk fruit. What about honey? Isn't that natural? Well, the challenge with honey is, by definition, it's 50% fructose. So it has some amazing benefits, but the same token, it's a tremendous amount of the fruit-based sugar that is very dangerous to our body. We talked about sugar feeding cancer. We talked about all the effects that sugar can have on your body. So I implore you, step number one, start figuring out and calculating how much sugar do you actually eat on a daily basis. A, look at the labels of what you're buying and eating, but I'm going to be honest with you, the best method is google.com and in the search bar, how much sugar is in and you start typing out the things you're eating. And what you're going to find is 25 grams is usually consumed by the end of your first meal of the day. So that's why we have to focus on proteins and getting our vegetable carbohydrates, which are extremely low in fructose, and fats that come from plants and clean animals. If we keep our 
fat consumption higher, our protein consumption medium, and our carbohydrate consumption low, there's the true definition of cellular healing and health. And as many of you know, this is what I do for a living. I coach people through how to make the dietary changes to fix your health issue, how to go down deeper into the detoxification effects. We have to pull the damage that sugar, dairy, and wheat have done to your body. We have to clean and heal and seal the intestines in your liver, sometimes your kidney, clean your blood out, but doing it without medications, without traditional medical approaches. So if you're looking for a way out, if you have a health condition that you're medicating or managing, this is an opportunity that I'm giving away during our show today and all during the remainder of this month is a free consultation call. Look, when you speak with a physician, it's an appointment, it's a copay, $30, $40, $50, $60, $70 based upon your plan. This is a 15-minute call that's absolutely free. We'll go into the history of your health condition. I'll reveal to you some things of major root causes from a functional perspective. We'll talk about the types of testing that you might want to get. And we'll give you some advice on how you can become a doctor and a champion for your health. How much is the call? Free. What does it take to do it? AskDrErnst.com. That's A-S-K-D-R-E-R-N-S-T dot com. Type in after that consultation, so slash consultation. Or when you go to the main website, top right-hand corner is a button that says request a free consult. The phone call is free. The information can change and transform your life. I've done over 3,000 consults. And yet, here's the number one thing I've seen. Everybody goes, I've never heard what you just said before. Thank you. And now I know the steps I need to take to make my life and my health better. You can do that for free right now. Ask drernst.com slash consultation. When we come back, the dangers of dairy and wheat and how they're destroying our health and what you can do to turn that tide around. It's the Ask Dr. Ernst Show. We'll be right back. The following is a sponsored program on WBT. Good afternoon. Happy Saturday. You're tuning in and listening to the Ask Dr. Ernst Show. I'm your host, Dr. Aaron Ernst. Thanks for tuning in today. We're talking about the three white devils of your health. Sugar, white, dairy, white, wheat, mostly white. But yes, there are other types of wheat. But the idea is these three foods actually wreak tremendous amount of havoc on your health. And yet a lot of us say, well, I thought wheat was healthy. I thought dairy is good. I know my sugars need to come down, but uh, what's the deal here? Well, we now know that the amount of consumed food products in these three categories is excessive. The average American consumes 152 pounds of sugar per year. Rewind the clock back into the 1800s, and it was maybe about five, seven if you were lucky. Dairy has, up, has gone up to 630 pounds of dairy consumed. Wheat is about 180 pounds of wheat consumed on an annual basis. And you might say, there's no way I eat that much. Well, when you understand that milk is in a lot of food products, sugar's in everything, wheat's in almost everything today, it can be easy to see how fast it climbs. At the top of the hour, I was also mentioning that I'm offering a free consultation for your health during this show and the remainder of this month. The uh, concept here is this. Okay? I've seen that so many people have been looking for an answer for their health. Instead of medicating, masking, or managing their condition, Many of us go, I wonder if there is a way. Like, what could I do to solve my health issue? So this free call is 15 minutes, you and me, where we're going to go through the history of what you've been dealing with, talk to you about some of the alternative approaches, reveal some tests that maybe you should think about getting that would actually find the root causes and discuss what your options are so you can become your own doctor and heal yourself. Normally, a consultation with a physician would result in a $30, 40 $50, $60 copay, so if you want to do this and have no cost whatsoever, 
Visit AskDrErnst.com slash consultation or just simply push the consultation request button on the top of the page. Fill in your info, pick your date and time, and we'll call you and speak with you directly to say, can you solve your health issue? And I'm going to say the answer, yes. What we have to do is find out what are you struggling with? I have to reveal to you what the root causes of that are, how you can get tested for that. And then once the results of the test come back or once you make some steps and changes for your health, you're going to see a drastic transformation. So again, it's askdrernst.com slash consultation or simply load askdrernst.com and click the request to consult button and you can get connected with myself and our team. Sugar, dairy, and wheat. Sugar we've discussed, dairy, milk. It's a big, big challenge, partly because a lot of us think milk does a body good. And I want to start with this concept about our bones and our bone health. Okay, because the number one reason that I get when somebody says to me why they drink milk is they say, well, it's the calcium and it's the vitamins that I need to make my bones strong and healthy. But did you know that dairy consumption, according to some recent scientific evidence, has been found to actually be shown to create a weakness and an ill health within our bones? There are large-scale studies that have found that the consumption of dairy can be detrimental to bone health. In fact, listen to this. There's data linking high milk intake with the increased risk of bone fractures. Well, how did this happen? Okay, so there was some studies done where they compared, for example, the amount of milk consumed in the United States and the amount of fractures that result due to an osteoporotic or a bone weakness, the number one fracture being that of the hip. So the U.S. has the highest rate of dairy consumption, and yet we have the highest rate of hip fractures. By contrast, listen to this. Countries like Japan or Peru, their average dairy consumption is one-third of that of the United States, yet their incidence of bone fractures is extremely low. So the less milk a culture drinks, the less hip fractures they have. And so they're showing a correlation between the amount of dairy that's consumed and the amount of fractures that happen. What we're now understanding is that dairy because of its naturally high calcium content, can actually dysregulate vitamin D absorption and function and the dairy proteins found inside of it, the casein and the whey and other things, can create an acidity state within the body. There's a lot of sulfur-containing amino acids found in dairy. So what it does is it leads to your body compensating for the acidity by leaching calcium. Do you hear this? Leaching the calcium from your bones because calcium is a basic buffer. The more acidic you become, the more calcium you need in your blood. And what happens is your bones pull the calcium out to try to level out the acidity. So it's not that drinking dairy makes your bones healthy. It's that unfortunately drinking dairy makes you more acidic, makes you more highly inflamed, makes you more likely to have other issues with your health. And, and here's the next thing I'd like to propose about just dairy in and of itself. We, as human beings, are the only mammalian species, if you want to think of it that way, that actually consumes milk that comes from another type. So, for example, elephant babies drink elephant milk from their mother. Baby cows drink baby cow milk. Dogs drink their mother's dog's milk. You see where I'm going with this? Cats and cat milk. It's weird, isn't it, to think of it that way? But we here are the only species that consumes the milk of other animals and say and claim that it's healthy for us. Yes, there is 
milk that is produced from a mother for a nursing infant. But typically, a lot of moms will say that it's difficult, it's hard to nurse, it's to do that. So we start to supplement our children's diet with either a formula that is typically sugar-containing or some sort of milk protein-containing, or we start to introduce dairy, cow's milk, into our children's diet. Unfortunately, that introduction is what can cause challenges. So did you know, for example, that there's an extremely high rate of incidence between type 1 diabetes and milk consumption? They've discovered that the sooner you institute cow's milk into an infant's diet, the likelihood of them having type 1 diabetes can be elevated to one and a half to two times more likely because of the early introduction of dairy products. Multiple sclerosis, which is an autoimmune disease, has been directly connected. There's numerous studies showing that the amount of dairy consumed is directly related to the risk factor of developing multiple sclerosis. Well, how can that happen? Well, dairy has a specific protein in it called casein, and casein facilitates the growth of abnormal cell tissues. It's thought to do this by stimulating something called insulin growth factor 1. Basically, you have to look at it like this. This hormone makes cells divide and grow. Sounds a lot like cancer, doesn't it? Sounds a lot like autoimmunity when things are overactive. So we have to watch out for this protein. And we have to watch out for the fact that there's a commercial break coming up because I can hear the music fading in the background. When we come back, we're going to talk more about dairy, wheat, sugar, the effects of your health. But right now, if you're struggling with something, maybe you're taking a medication for high blood pressure, cholesterol, diabetes, some sort of health condition, you're looking for a way out, take this opportunity for a free consultation with myself and my team. You can do that by visiting AskDrErnst.com. Click the button that says Request a Free Consult. The, the call is free. The information can change your life, and you can become your own doctor when you find out the next steps of what you need to do to heal yourself. Hey, it's the Ask Dr. Ernst Show. We'll be right back. The following is a sponsored program on WBT. Good afternoon. Happy Saturday. Thanks for tuning in and joining us for the Ask Dr. Ernst Show, the show where pounds are shed, disease is dead, and where you can be set free from your health problems. I'm your host, Dr. Aaron Ernst, and our topic of the hour is the three white devils, sugar, dairy, wheat, what they do to our health. At the top of the hour, we went over almost 60 different negative effects that sugar has on your body. We've dived into the idea that milk, though we're told it does a body good, has been connected to actually creating acidity, leading to some levels of autoimmune conditions, creating allergic reactions, and the proteins that are found in dairy can sometimes actually elicit a response that makes you unhealthy, leads to weak bones, and doesn't quite do exactly what we thought it was going to do. Did you know that, unfortunately, the only way that we can get milk from a cow is to have that cow be previously or currently pregnant? And the idea of getting a cow pregnant easily so that we can keep consistent milk flow was something that we used to do just by natural insemination, right? A bull and a calf, and all of a sudden the calf becomes, or the, uh, the cow becomes pregnant. So we start to get the production once the baby is born. The mother cow nurses, right? And so we can keep the production going as long as we keep milking that cow. Well, now what they're starting to do is do artificial insemination so that there's a constant turnaround. The moment a cow gives birth, they're going to have a nursing period, and then they just inseminate so the cow is pregnant, and then they rotate through them so they have a constant production. The idea in the past was we would use hormones to sort of make the cow feel like it was pregnant. But then we found out that that creates a massive detriment. 
the recombinant growth hormones and everything that are being used are now somewhat banned. So how do the producers get around the banning? Well, they use the naturally produced hormones of pregnancy in these cows to increase the production of milk. Did you know that in both adults and children, milk consumption has resulted in increased levels of progesterone and estrogens and estradiols? And for men, listen, guys, that drink a lot of milk, we absorb the estrogens in the milk, and it's been found that it can significantly decrease testosterone production. Now, I don't know about you, but as I usually go driving around the city, I'm seeing signs all over the place of low T and this, and let's get this corrected, and you might have a low testosterone issue, men, etc. But what if it's connected to the amount of milk that you drink? Pediatricians are even now starting to express some slight concerns over the amount of, of milk consumed during childhood eras, because there are studies showing that the more milk you consume, the sooner it pushes our children into pubescent changes or early puberty. Why? Well, there's hormones found in the milk. We talked about casein and how it has increased risks for cell turnover, which is a precancer warning. We talked about the fact that that casein protein can actually stimulate an autoimmune state giving you a higher likelihood of developing type 1 diabetes if you introduce milk too early into a child's diet, and how as adults, it leads to autoimmune conditions. Now, I don't know if you're aware of this, but autoimmunity is sort of the rampant disease states of today. Rheumatoid arthritis, lupus, scleroderma, fibromyalgia, all these chronic health issues that come from the body attacking itself. And you may just have to ask a question, is dairy the cause? Are you eating too much yogurt, cheese, and drinking milk products? The other challenge behind milk today is, of course, a lot of the cows are fed grains, corn, and wheat, and things of this effect. And the pesticide residues found on those food products carry through, partly because dairy is a fat. Pesticides and herbicides are fat-soluble, so they tend to go into the fat products. And when we drink a uh, milk that's high in fat that has been produced by a cow that's been eating conventional food products, those pesticides and herbicides transfer into us. Lastly, unfortunately, today, most antibiotics are not consumed by adults anymore. They're consumed by animals. And the dairy industry is some of the highest antibiotic use in livestock across the United States. Apart from the fact that it can lead to antibiotic resistance, they're now finding evidence that microscopic exposures of these antibiotics still pass through into the milk. And when you drink or eat dairy products, you're getting low-dose antibiotic exposures that can cause problems leading to resistance and also experiencing the side effects of the medication as if you've been taking the antibiotic. So we see now dairy consumption can cause massive health issues. Sugar consumption, we know that can. And the last of them to discuss is wheat and wheat-based products. That includes things, again, like cookies and crackers and cakes and pasta, bread products, you name it. And a lot of the times we've always blamed the wheat issues on the gluten, which is a protein found in it. Did you know that gluten is originally coined from the word glue in Latin, so gluten is derived from the Latin word for glue. And what they've discovered is, is that it does help to sort of like make food products a little stickier and a little more soft, etc. But the caveat is that when you eat wheat products that have gluten in them, they actually decrease the enzymatic productivity in your stomach and lead to the formation of what's called a glued together 
sort of lump or clump of food that is much harder to digest than if you didn't consume gluten or grain products. Also, the undigested gluten components get into the immune system through an activation of what's known as irritation towards your gut. Gluten specifically, the protein, when it lands on your intestinal cells, causes an irritation inflammation response that has now been linked to the major cause of leaky gut syndrome. Yet, there's current evidence to show that it's not just the gluten that's doing this. It's the fact that most grains are sprayed with a product called glyphosate, a.k.a. Roundup, so that during the growth process, we get a higher yield. And also, unfortunately, that, that pesticide herbicide leads into the food products. So when we eat grains, it's the number one source of glyphosate in the human body. And there's research coming out through MIT and other areas that show that glyphosate actually, as an herbicide, opens the tight junctions that what holds your cells together. MIT-based scientist Stephanie Senoff has linked glyphosate consumption through grains to the main cause of leaky gut by showing that the glyphosate actually rips open the junctions in the gut cells that leads to an open highway, if you will, for various things to enter into the bloodstream. That means not just things like bacteria and undigested proteins, but also toxins themselves. Another unfortunate aspect in recent research is that glyphosate found on a lot of grain products shuts down something called the shikimate pathway. You can Google this if you want so you can read more about this. S-H-I-K-I-M-A-T-E. It's the very method of how our intestines produce the hormones that we need for proper brain health and brain function. Serotonin, dopamine, they're all actually made in your gut and they play a major role in our focus, memory, attention, and how well we feel. Now watch this. There's over a billion dollar industry today in giving people medications to deal with things like anxiety or even psychotropic issues, depression, etc. But how many of these people are making themselves this way, causing issues with their neurotransmitters because of the grains they eat and focusing on what they could do to heal their gut as opposed to just simply medicate? So the number one thing we have to do is we have to physically cut wheat out of our diet. It's a white devil. Just like we have to cut dairy out of our diet, it's a white devil. We have to cut sugar out of our diet, it's a white devil. But when you start to do this, what you'll often find is that the first couple of days are the hardest. Why? They produce a reaction similar to that of an addictive medication. Okay, Our brain is wired to be stimulated and sort of I'll call it pleasure-centered when we consume these food products. And the food industry knows this, which is why they put so much of it in it. If you eat a food product and you go, ooh, I got this dopamine response, I like this, you're more likely to rebuy it and repurchase it. So when you go through the initial withdrawals, just know that your body's getting healthier and healing as a result. But watch this. Most people find that after the first two to three days, there are joint pain, muscle pain, headaches, confusion, anxiety, digestive distresses, etc., all start to diminish. And guys, it happens in as little as six days. Look at the joy and the ability that your body has to heal by itself. But if we're constantly overstimulating it because of eating these three white devils, it's the very thing that holds us back from the natural healing process that we have. 
So can you limit the amount of wheat you consume? Yes. It just means no cookies, crackers, breads, pastas, etc. Can you cut down on gluten? Absolutely. Does going gluten-free automatically mean everything's healthy? Well, no, because a lot of gluten-free products have corn and rice and sugar added to them. Dairy is quite easy. We stop drinking dairy from cows. We start drinking dairy that comes from plants, coconut, almond, you know, even hemp milks, flax seeds, seed milks, etc. Plant-based milks, though nat not naturally produced in that method, are somewhat of a production process that we can do to make a healthy milk substitute that comes from a plant source that doesn't contain the damaging effects of dairy. Sugars, we just simply cut them out. So we got to watch out for the white sugars that are in our food products, the high fructose corn syrup. The easiest way to do that is to decrease the amount of processed, packaged, and pre-made foods that you eat, start making your own foods, and cutting back on the amounts of additives that we have with things like high fructose corn syrup, honey, agave, etc., and using natural sweeteners that you can get very easily, stevia, monk fruit, xylitol, erythritol. You take these and cut these three white devils out, your body's going to start to heal by itself. Now, if you're also tuning in today and you've got a health issue that you're going, okay, I wonder if there's something I can do about this, okay? I hear I need to cut these three things. I'll start doing that. But what if I've already been diagnosed with MS or I have high triglycerides or my sugars are through the roof as a type 2 diabetic? What if you've got a thyroid issue that you've been medicating for 10, 15, 20 years? Start here, but also let's do a scheduled consultation. I'd love to chat with you so I can find out more about what's going on with your health give you some resources, and potentially talk to you about the kinds of tests you can get to look for the underlying root cause. Once you find your cause, you can start to implement a healing program, either through dietary, detoxification, lifestyle changes that can help you to become your own physician and heal yourself. If you'd like to have that free call with myself, it's 15 minutes. It's an Ask Dr. Ernst consultation. We're going to walk you through the steps that you can take for yourself to become healthy, healing, and whole and all you have to do is go to AskDrErnst.com, click on the Request a Consult button. That'll take you straight to a page where you can fill in your information and actually pick the specific time. I'll call you exactly at that time, and we'll talk about the steps you can take for yourself to become a healing champion. What does it take to do that? Just simply a click and an action. How much is it going to cost you? Absolutely nothing. Most consultations with physicians, $30, $40, $50 as a copay, and you only get 15 minutes with them, don't you? So why don't we do a better style, 15 minutes of holistic, healthy coaching and healing so we can help you solve your health issues the natural way. AskDrErnst.com slash consultation, and it's just a click away. Thanks for tuning in today. It's been a pleasure talking to you about the three white devils. I promise you one thing, cut them out, restrict them, and you're going to start to see yourself heal quickly. Thanks so much for tuning in. I'll see you guys next week. Until then. Oh, 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 oh,